0: the highs and lows of their pursuits and how through their passion they are moving the culture forward be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram also download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at VerballyEffective.com.
1: It's DJ King. You know how I'm rocking. It's DJ King. you bastards. Rocking with
0: Miss Ina Esco in the Verbally Effective Podcast. You did.
1: Hey, this is Christina McCarter with City Tasting Tours, where you can fall in love with the city one plate at a time. I'm here at Verbally Effective Podcast with Ina Esco. Hey, it's Devin Dion. I'm Verbally Effective because I am an outspoken go-getter. If it's anything that you want out there, You have to speak on it. Believe in your faith, trust in God, and go get it. Do not be afraid to speak.
0: Devin Dion is a Memphis native who is a natural to the media world. She has an energetic and lively personality that is definitely made for television. Beginning media correspondence in 2015, Devin is an accomplished stylist and entrepreneur who launched her own custom printing service and clothing line, ACED. She has worked behind the scenes assisting some of the city's most talented creatives as well as hosting her own television show, which currently airs in six states on Comcast networks. Having a rich background being a personal stylist and assistant, Devin Dion has also worked behind the scenes several times at L.A. Fashion Week and New York Fashion Week. She is currently continuing her production assistance for television shows while building her brand and balancing being a digital content creator. Verbally effective, your double E Ina Esco in the building, episode 93. And I had one of my girls come and join me today. Her name is Devin Dion. You may know her on social media as Ace Devin, or you may know her as the host of the Style Center. What's up, Miss Devin? Hey,
1: what's good? What's
0: good? How you doing? Great. This is going to be a great
1: episode. I was
0: born in 93, so what's Where up? you born in 93? <laughs> Perfect. Yes, this is going to be a great episode. I love it when my ladies come and join me on the podcast. Damn. And... Especially my ladies in the media world. You know, it's not that many of us, right? It's not. Right. <laughs> you you have noticed that, right? How long have you been in the media? Um, I say,
1: like, taking it seriously, like, four years. Four years.
0: Has it been a good journey so
1: far? It's been fun. Yeah. (laughs) Everything I do, I have fun with it. Yeah. So, it's amazing. Okay. And it's picking up fast. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, yes. Once you get that momentum going, it's just, you know... I'll see you in Hollywood probably in the next six months, I think, maybe. You hear her, God? (laughs) (laughs) So let's start at the beginning. You're from Memphis, right? Yes, born and raised. What part part of Memphis? (sighs) I don't
1: know if people really know it. But area is. But it's called the SUB. So it's like airport
0: area. We okay, had the area. a SUB <laughs> before. I think it was Courtney McNeil is from the SUB, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The SUB. It should be okay, SUB. but so that's real. <laughs> it's the sub it's is real. real. Okay. Yeah.
1: I was the little nerd in the SUB, but it's okay. real, and I still claim it.
0: <laughs> okay. Because so we were trying to tell her, no, you from White Haven.
1: I mean, that ain't, ain't to be honest, when everybody asks me, my Most of my family's from South Memphis, so I just say, Whitehaven or whatever. No, where you grew up at? The sub. Really? Mm-hmm. What school? What school? <laughs> Oakhaven? No, I didn't go to Oakhaven, but I grew up there.
0: <laughs> wow. What school did you go to?
1: Uh, Wooddale. So 9th through 11th, I went to middle college just to, okay. you know, get ahead of the game with my college um, wow. courses and everything. In 12th grade, I went back to Wooddale to graduate with who I grew up with. Oh, wow. And it's a lot of talent that came from Wooddale. So, for Mm -hmm. all the haters that's talking smack about us, we got some stars. Now you talking
0: smack. uh, Was Sam Bell your teacher over there at Wooddale back
1: then? I I know him, but he wasn't my teacher. Okay. He wasn't my teacher.
0: Okay. What were you into at Wooddale? Just books. Books? (laughs) Were you like an honor student?
1: I was. in at Wooddale, like, I would get out of school early. So, I was that kid that had a job that, Mm -hmm. back then, Ace was made. So mm-hmm. it wasn't aced, it was made. Mm-hmm. And I used to do little DIY on people's clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was always creative. <laughs>
0: really? So you got that creative trait. Okay. I got that hustle because <laughs> my mom was broke. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. Now, um, you said you went to middle college as well, right? Mm-hmm. So before you went to Wooddale Middle College, what made you go to middle college? You said you want to get ahead of the game.
1: So I went to Wooddale Middle. And going to Wooddale is just a stereotype. And then I had an older brother that was always into fights, and it just was bad news. And I was a good kid. I mean, I know how to fight, but I didn't always want to be associated with bad people. Mm-hmm. So I wrote an essay, got it accepted into middle college. I'm like, oh, this a way that I can get a scholarship and I can get out the hood. But that's another story. Oh. <laughs> I went to middle college. Shout out to them. I loved it. And we started changing from southwest to cbu and that whole school transition it was a lot so i was like let me go back to wadell
0: that senior year yep senior year oh wow so other than books i know devin dion was like into theater arts i'm thinking something (laughs) theater like (laughs)
1: at middle middle college like um like at would i was in the band and all that good stuff i cheered Twelfth grade year, I didn't cheer. Like, I was, I'm was, i dramatic. I'm extra. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm, like, everybody's hype man. So ninth grade, I did basketball, cross-country, cheer. And then the rest of the years, I just did cheer and cross-country. I mean, I could shoot, but I ain't got no handles for basketball, so. No handles. No handles at all. <laughs> just Some pass like me it. the me. Just pass it <laughs> to hey, me. give me the
0: rock. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So after you graduated from Wooddale, what was next for you, Devin?
1: Um... Fashion I had a vision that I can go to the art Institute, and I can really make it happen Um, I was a nerd like I said starting at a young age My aunt and uncle used to pay for me college classes me and my brother college classes at Rhodes Mm -hmm. Every Saturday so when it was time to actually go to college then my high school was college and middle college like all my courses Mm -hmm. I was tired of school, so I was like I want to do something fun all my life, I thought I was going to be an engineer, but I ended up like, I could really do this fashion stuff. Mm. Moved to Nashville, did that for a minute, but the school didn't do everything they promised. So, mm. I was like, I'm a volunteer at Fashion Week, and I'm going to be so good, I'm going to get a job. So, I spoke into existence, mm. and it happened. I ended up working for L.A. Fashion Week and doing some things out there. <laughs> In L.A.? Mm-hmm.
0: What? Like, right after graduation like that?
1: I, after graduation, I moved to Nashville. I stayed out there for like a year. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't pleased with the projects and everything. Like Why? Every,
0: what happened?
1: You know how when you get enrolled into a school and they're like, hey, you'll be able to do this in Chicago, do this at Atlanta. We expose our students to this, this, and this. So I just, I'm like, I came from Memphis. Mm-hmm. I'm paying out of my pocket because I didn't get a scholarship. It's an art institute, a private school. So... Mm-hmm. I'm working three jobs. I'm doing this. I'm going to save my money, and I'm going to go to L.A. I'm a volunteer. I applied. This lady named Marissa. Shout out to Marissa. Um, she chose me, and after my first day of volunteering, she was like, I want you on the team. Wow. So
0: In L.A. Yeah. Okay,
1: what was that L.A. life like? It was crazy because... And you were so young. Yes, and I didn't have money. So all the girls, right. there were like the volunteers there, they had like Chanel bags, Range Rovers. I'm catching Ubers and Lyfts. Mm. My ghetto aunt dropping me off.
0: <laughs> hey, you had to do what you had to do in L.A. Yes. Wow. So how long did that
1: last? Uh, like a year and a half. Uh, you know, it's two seasons, fashion seasons in a year. I did I ended up doing four seasons in LA I ended up coming back I couldn't afford to live in LA and I didn't want to stay with family out there just Mm -hmm. because my pride I guess I'm independent so
0: you were actually covering fashion week in LA while you were there
1: I was doing behind the scenes okay so what did that
0: entail that's um working
1: as like I got to work as Vanessa Simmons and Candace from Project Runway, a uh, personal mm-hmm. assistant. So, like, dressing their models, um, hand sewing, steaming the clothes, mm-hmm. just making sure the models are dressed correctly, lined up right, their makeup and hair is on point. And they were filming for Growing grown-up hip-hop. So, like, I got – it was just amazing just to be in L.A., for one. All the stars, when you turn around, it's Chris Brown right next to you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> snap. <laughs> were they it's, cool? Um, Yes, very cool, very cool. And, like, I'm, when I do anything, I'm extra with it. So, like, I remember Vanessa Simmons had on, like, these mirror boots, and it was fingerprints all over it, and she was supposed to walk out on the runway. I was like, can you take off your boots? She was, like, looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, I'm about to Windex them down. She was like, I didn't think to do that. I just been smudging them. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, I want you as the assistant. That's how I ended up working with their group because I was with the whole fashion week. But she was the host, and I ended up just kicking to the side. I didn't ask for any pictures for all the celebs that was there. Mm-hmm. It was TV shows, filming. And this for everybody. This is a tip. If you're ever around celebrities, don't be a groupie. Don't ask for no picture. Mm-hmm. They're not going to respect it. Right. they <laughs> they going to be nice normal. and give you a picture. But when you act normal, they notice you, and they ask, hey, what's your name? What
0: are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Wow. So during your time working with um, L.A. Fashion Week, what was your biggest takeaway from that experience? Memphis ain't that bad. Oh. <laughs> it's that bad? <bitty. laughs> it's not that bad. So what make you say that, Devin?
1: Um, A lot of people, and this with social media too, a lot of people, it's all hype. So you can be nervous, but the same stuff we're doing in our city, we're just doing it at a lower level. Mm-hmm. But we have to believe in ourselves and hype ourselves up, and we have to stick together. People in Memphis, we try to compete with each other. And I'm saying we just everybody. I I don't do it. But we're too busy looking at the next person, seeing what they got, and wishing we had it instead of, hey, let's network, let's build together, let's do this together. With L.A. Fashion Week, I did New York Fashion Week too. Memphis is more organized, mm-hmm. believe it or and not.
0: L.A. Fashion Week. Mm-hmm.
1: And New York, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Um, the way we do things, just because we're smaller – we overanalyze things. With LA, everybody's chaotic. They don't even know what's going on. And hey, just get it done. Everybody yelling and mistreating each other. Mm-hmm. Not saying that every person in the fashion industry is like this, but this is my experience. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think they're better than the next. Instead of just talking to me like I'm human, I'll get the task done faster. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, this is a true story, Candace actually volunteered when I first volunteered. And she was like, I don't want to do it. I can't handle people talking to me like that. And I'm like, I'm going to be quiet because I know my role. And mm-hmm. tomorrow, I'm going to have a different position. And literally, mm-hmm. that's what happened. <laughs> wow. You had to humble yourself now yep. and do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. They ain't going to know your name. You're going to be a bunch of, hey, girl. <laughs> okay.
0: And Memphis. You know that's how
1: I'm like out there in Memphis, Memphis, because mm-hmm. I'm country. So.
0: And you would think, you know, uh, Fashion Week has been going on for so long in L.A. and in New York. Mm-hmm. It would be more organized and or mm-hmm. have more structure. But you said Memphis ain't that bad, huh? It ain't. So you've been <laughs> working with Memphis Fashion Week, right? Yes. So what have you been well, involved I worked
1: Well, in? um, I worked as a personal assistant with a fashion designer. So I did experience Fashion Week with that. And then this year I'm on Memphis Fashion Week committee. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we we are on top of things mm-hmm. compared to other cities. Mm-hmm. We just have to believe in ourselves.
0: Yeah. Why <laughs> do you think that it's so hard to do just that, believe in ourselves here in Memphis? What what is what what is the problem? We try so hard to get noticed.
1: And we're worried about how people view us and then when you think of fashion, you don't think of Memphis. Mm-hmm. You think of it, New York, LA, Paris, All Tokyo. Time. Like, for real, that's just being honest. But Memphis is at a good spot right now. Mm-hmm. Fashion, with media production, all that. It's so many companies here right now. And it's so many people imitating us right now. And we don't even give ourselves that credit. That's true. It's so many stars that's from the Mid South, that's from Memphis. And people don't claim it, but I'm going to let y'all know. Y'all see
0: me on the big screen. It's coming. (laughs) It's coming. She claiming that M, baby. M on a chest. (laughs) Okay, so we've talked about Fashion Week, uh, Memphis Fashion Week. Let's talk about your start in the media game. How did that start? Now, we know you're the host of the Style Center. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the Style Center and how did you get involved with that? Or is that even your first start with media
1: so with my first start um a young lady by the name of candace renee rice which is one of my
0: friends and a former verbally effective podcast yes yes
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) um she decided to move to la from memphis and she worked with this dope company shout out to l3 media got marcus over here (laughs) hey
0: marcus
1: (laughs) so uh she worked with this company and i always was into the things she were doing she was doing and I wanted to be a part of it and she was like yo I can't leave them without replacing myself do you think you can feel my shoes and at the time I was still working on Bill and I'm just like girl you know cuz mm-hmm. the tip money I'm like you know this my life morning and night she was like can I just introduce y'all she introduced me to uh Marcus and then she was like hey I think this young lady is perfect to take over what I'm leaving behind. She's into fashion. She does this, this, and that. So I originally came on just to work behind the scenes, work the camera. And after talking to Marcus and me him, uh, a couple of times, he was just like, I really think you should reconsider and be in front of the camera. Mm. And I was like, nah. He was like, just try it. We were in the studio, and he told me to say something in front of the camera. And I just was like, I sound stupid. I sound <laughs> funny. Like, I didn't even believe in myself. He was like, go home and practice in the mirror, but I think you got it. And I'm like, I went home, I talked a little smack about him. I was like, he crazy. Mm-hmm. I need to be behind the camera. And for the next few days, everybody was like, your personality. Everybody kept on complimenting me on my personality. And I was like, is this a message? this a memo? I helped Candice move, and Candice was like, really consider doing it. Mm-hmm. I ended up picking it up. So the Style Center, it's a show. It covers everything dealing with fashion, beauty, health, entertainment what's going on in the city it's a platform for entrepreneurs if you're on a boutique if you're a stylist if you're an artist anything just to brand yourself and it it's just a community spot like a lot of people even if they don't get a chance to be a guest on the show they're always asking me questions or asking for advice and tips like it's really dope like I'm so happy that I'm a part of it I'm so happy I get to host mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm being myself. You are. When I first started off, I had index cards trying to be like a news reporter. <laughs> now, I'm just like, hey, this is what it is. What's up? It's your girl. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: and when you be right. yourself, like, it works for me. It might not work for some people. A lot of people fake it. But this is me. Like, I'm sitting talking to you. This is me mm-hmm.
0: when the mic is off. <laughs> yeah. Now, how long have you been hosting the Style Center? Four years. Four years. That's a long time in this media game. And it's so crazy
1: because it's just now starting to pick up. Like when I go places, they're like, and some people still say the show wrong. It's the Style Center. they like, the Style Seat. The style center. I know you you deal
0: with style. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Hey, <laughs> it's, look, that's why you got them branded branded. Yeah, you got yeah. Had that branding going on. Mm-hmm. Which I think you are doing an absolutely wonderful job. Um, I follow you on social media. Thank you. And I've seen some of your interviews and you've been interviewing some heavy hitters. Listen, that's just <laughs> before before I was a host, before I had my own show, before all of
1: this, I was always around people. Mm-hmm and like i know people people know me even if they don't know me by name they're like oh that's the girl like i'm just always the life of the party Mm -hmm. oh that's the tall girl and like i got braids now and they like oh you you look like the girl with the fro i'm like this is me (laughs) but i'm blessed a lot of celebrities don't like to do interviews and i have people when i'm out and about like if i go out of town you got your camera with you i'm like no Dang, I thought you was gonna get this interview. I'm
0: like, all right, reschedule. Tell me when to come. (laughs) Right. Now, what have been some of your favorite celebrity interviews? You got any good stories for me? Uh, let's see.
1: Good stories. Why I immediately thought of a bad
0: one. (laughs) You can tell me a bad one. Tell me a bad one. Uh, okay. Young Miami. Young Miami. Tell Um, me about Young Miami. I was supposed
1: to interview her. She was pregnant. And uh, somebody made her mad. She just canceled everything, and I had drove from Memphis to do it. And like her manager for Atlanta. Um, no, it was um in Columbus, Mississippi. Columbus, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know who made her mad, but uh, she just was like she's not doing anything. Mm. And she just was like her attitude was on one. And like when I have experiences like that, I'm just like. Oh, when I make it big time, I'm never gonna be that person with that attitude. Yeah, because like it's so many people looking up to you. I want to just tell her how dope it is that like she never changed who she was, and mm-hmm. I didn't get, even get the opportunity to give her a compliment because she was so upset. Mm.
0: Did she have an attitude with you? Yes. How did that <laughs> conversation go?
1: It didn't go far because I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't talk like
0: what it I talk like a that. lot, but
1: when it when it's like an attitude or whatever. I'm very sarcastic and, like, I'm not aware of my mouth sometimes. You know how you say something then you're like, oh, did that just come out? Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just walk away and not say anything mm-hmm. b- because I might need this connection again. So let me that's walk strong. away before. And that's a lot you of times in the, in
0: the industry. You have to know how to hold your tongue. Sometimes that could be so hard. But it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was kind of like an unfortunate situation. Maybe, you know, that baby was kicking her ass that Yeah. Day. So what's a good... But, but
1: the good thing about it, she turned uh-huh. around after um hearing what I had to say. She turned around and took a picture and was like, yeah, my bad. And okay. just went her way. I was like, yeah, I'm going to see you again.
0: And we're going to yeah. twerk. <laughs> okay, we're going to twerk. Now, what's one of your favorite interviews? Uh, someone that you probably thought was a certain way and when you sat down with him it was like so opposite hmm scrappy
1: probably Mm because scrappy really surprised me because like I really thought he was like we some headbusters I thought he was just I don't know he just he was really 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 nice he was so dope and he's matured
0: He seems like that from the uh, Love and Hip Hop show. He seems like that mature father now. Like, you know, he's focused on being dad. That's really him. I
1: tried to interview him before, and he he said he don't do unpaid interviews. Mm. And then come this year, I got to interview him, and he was so excited to do it. And I was just like, dang, this the same dude? Hold (laughs) on. Is this scrappy? Nah, that was a little scrappy I talked to before. This scrappy. Okay. But he's really, really cool. Like he FaceTimed Bambi and everything. Like oh. he was he was dope. Okay. You saw the <laughs>
0: little one? Did you see the little one? Don't they have a new baby? N-
1: yes, uh Breland. 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 But I didn't see Breland. Okay. okay. <laughs> we was in uh at his studio, so Okay.
0: It and I know you work. do like quite a bit of traveling with this media uh business. How is the traveling looking like? How is that going?
1: Looking like I need a sponsor. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, like, when you're tra- tracing, chasing your dreams, mm-hmm. you invest a lot. Yes, you do. But there's so many opportunities out there. So if you don't invest in yourself, you're going to miss a chance. So, like, if I don't hit the road or get on a plane, I'm going to miss a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot is not going on in Memphis. Yeah. I mean, it's it's coming to Memphis but a lot of events is in Atlanta, LA, New York. That's where you have to be. Even Miami, you have to be there.
0: Would you consider moving? Or is that in the <sighs> works for Devin Dion?
1: I want to move mm-hmm. eventually, but right now Memphis needs me. So I like that. I like that Memphis
0: need. I felt you when you said
1: that. No, seriously. That's I did. That's, that's that's the reason why I am a part of the Memphis Fashion Week committee. Mm-hmm. Like. It's certain stuff. I sat back for years and saw how Fashion Week was done, and I'm like, this time we need a black headliner. This time, this makes sense. Like, like, certain things make sense, and if everyone is scared to speak up, then it won't happen. So someone has to be the voice. And not to be cocky or anything, but I feel like I'm the voice for Memphis. Yes.
0: Wow. Okay, when is Memphis Fashion Week next, coming up?
1: When the is, beginning of April. The beginning of April. The big days. Can you share April 4th. any exciting <laughs>
0: exclusives about Memphis Fashion Week?
1: Um, you don't want to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. And um, if you're into the new trends, the new fashion wave, um, I can drop something. Mm-hmm. April 4th, uh, Rich Fresh will be headlining.
0: Hey, you know, we love Rich <laughs> Fresh over here at the Verbally Affected yes. podcast. So he's going to be, what's his involvement with Memphis Fashion Week?
1: He's the headliner. Yes. And it took a lot to get him. But if you know Rich Fresh, mm-hmm. he's all about Memphis. Yes, he is. And they, he's been an ex before, but it's a certain way you got to ask him. And it's a certain way you got to present it. And it makes sense. It's his time right now. It is. And he has a dope story himself, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's going to be nice. Very, wow. very. Wow. So if you're listening, I need all y'all to tune in, get your tickets, be front row mm-hmm. center for Memphis Fashion Week. You we don't want to nice miss it. Song. We're doing that for the culture.
0: <laughs> Definitely for the culture. Now, I know that you have been dibbling and dabbling into being a production assistant. Tell me your involvement with that.
1: Listen, I don't know why God loves me, but he does. (laughs) And I'm just extra. I was so extra that I do, like, personal assistant work, and someone saw me that worked in the industry and was like, you should really try doing production assistant. Have you ever thought about being a coordinator? I'm like, no, I'm just here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So they were like, we're shooting a show in Memphis. It was a guy from Miami. And he was like, I just love your personality, you're so helpful, you do all this stuff without getting paid, you need to get paid for it. So he told me to um, go on this site, put in your name, and I put in my name, I didn't submit a resume or anything the guy called and was like hey i'm waiting on a resume i'm like no i was just told to submit my name because i was interested it was like well you got 30 minutes to submit a resume didn't have a resume i had to create one did it the next day i was on set mm. what, what is a production assistant so um when you see anything major on the screen tv shows videos whatever it is it's someone Behind the scenes, making sure everything flows freely. Mm -hmm. So if the cast, the stars, the talent, they need anything, we're making sure they're good. We're making sure the camera's still rolling. The batteries are charged. The tape doesn't need to be changed in the camera. We're also making sure catering gets delivered on set. We're making sure the outfits are rolling. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's for video, music videos. Like, a production assistant can be a stylist as well. Mm -hmm. and It sounds like
0: they wear a lot of hats.
1: The a production assistant <laughs> is a hustler <laughs> yes. and you have to be able to multitask because you might get a task from the producer. You might get a task from um, the talent, like mm-hmm. literally everyone calls on the production assistant. And if you can't handle it like they fire you on the spot, mm-hmm. like it's a tough job, but I love it.
0: <laughs> love it. So what projects have you been working on as a production assistant? as of late
1: um the ones I can speak on Mm -hmm. Memphis Street Outlaws Mm -hmm.
0: that's the race car show (laughs) how was that experience
1: it was so cool because like all the cool dope cars you get to see it in action and you know how like you watch Fast and the Furious and you see like the cars going fast and the girl and the Daisy Dukes fanning them all Mm -hmm. like that's for real
0: like that's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, like it's fights on set. <laughs> that's like, their culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
1: fights on set. Like there's not plans, so they have to cut the cameras and they're what? like, "Hold on, what they fighting about?" It's the race cars. They're racing and they're betting real money. Like, it's real money up. It could get ugly. So, just like a dice game in the hood? No. Yeah. This the racetrack. Oh, it's okay. serious.
0: That racetrack life. <laughs> okay.
1: Like, I was shocked by that because I thought it was all, like, stage. Mm-hmm. And what's so crazy is they didn't even film the fight. So, that's how I knew it was real. Mm-hmm. I was like, the camera's down. Everybody running. I'm like, I'm confused. Oh, my. <laughs> but it, it's dope. Um, what else can I speak on? I just did a dance show. I can't say the network, or, um, but I can say Ayo and Tao is their dance okay. show. So if y'all don't know who that is, it's, I just want to rolly, rolly, rolly with Rolling a Deborah. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, so I just worked uh, behind the scenes when they were in, they toured different cities. I
0: heard about this show. Yes. Okay. Yes,
1: okay. it's dope. They toured different cities. Uh, dancers in that city, whatever c- city they're in, they battle each other and they're up for a competition in L.A. I can't say the um, network, mm-hmm. but yeah, that dance show, um, a documentary
0: for ESPN. Ooh, covering what? Mm, I can't really say. I can't say the athlete. Is it? Is it surrounding a particular athlete? Memphis basketball. I can oh. say that. Penny <laughs> Listen, dollar, <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> Look, we're going to see very soon, right? <laughs> yes. We're yes. going to see very soon. Which Which do you prefer, behind the scenes or in front of the camera? It's crazy because I really love behind the scenes. Really?
1: But I get called for in front of the camera for a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I guess people like the way I act, my personality, but I like to see things come together mm-hmm. like when i go to events like I'm, i know you're not supposed to judge i don't judge people but i judge events i'm like man they could have did this and it would have turned out way better they could have did like so when i go out to different parties and events i'm already taking mental notes so whatever project i'm on i'm like i know to do it this way is that bad like that's kind of crazy no
0: <laughs> you're a forward thinker i mean that's good yeah yeah Because that's what you're, you're in this world, in this media world, and that's what you want to do. So, always taking tips, taking notes, that's what you need to be doing. Just extra. (laughs) You you probably, you know, in some kind of way, you may be mapping out your own event that's coming soon, you know? Yes. 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 I feel it. I feel it. (laughs) Wow. What is next for Devin Dion? Um, What's next is
1: the new season of the Style Center. Coming soon, 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, Some new gear. I have my own brand, Ace. And um, Ace is just a clothing line. It's a custom apparel. Like, if you have your own brand, I can do cups. I can do wall decals, whatever you need. It's just to help you brand. We need your help. Yes. (laughs) I got you. I got you. Okay. And also, I know it's November already, but November 30th, It is a community outreach event Mm -hmm. under Bread Gang. So if y'all know anybody with kids that wants to get, like, free clothes, we're giving away hoodies, bags, notebooks. It's just something we're putting on for the city just to show Memphis we appreciate you. We love you. We want to inspire the kids. All kids will get a personal uh, affirmation and just come out, eat, Games just enjoy the city that's coming up November 30th. So, if you have any questions, you want to see how you can donate, be a sponsor, you can hit me up personally on Instagram at ace.devin. You can hit up uh the bread gang apparel on Instagram. Anything dealing with bread gang, hit us up and let us know. If you really want to get down to it, hit me up personally because I'm putting it on. So, you already know, like
0: a really nice community engagement event.
1: Yes, 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 I mean. We master at doing last minute stuff. So, I mean, (laughs) nobody in the city is doing this. Mm -hmm. So, we just thought of it. We're going to put it on. It's going to be
0: great. It's going to be dope. Mm -hmm. I want all the kids to come out. Okay. I know they're going to be there. It sounds like you mentioned Bread Gang. It sounds like it's going to be a nice little event right there. (laughs) So, you already know. So, make sure you guys are following (laughs) Devin Dion for more details on that big event. Now, Before we get off of this podcast, we need to get verbally effective, Devin Dion. Because I know you talk on the Style Center, you talk about a lot of these celebrities. It's time for us to talk about some of these celebrities. How about that? Let's get into some current events. (laughs) Current events. Now, I know you heard the news about T.I. Oh. And his daughter daughter oh my gosh so the word on the street well we actually heard him say it uh, on the podcast he was being interviewed on a podcast mm-hmm. and he mentioned that his daughter Deja he actually goes with her to the doctor the gynecologist that's too to much. make sure that her <laughs> hymen is checked after her birthday every year and she's like 18 that's too much what is going on with
1: that Devin Dion? That is too much. For one, tip. He not even T.I. right now. Tip. Clifford Harris. Stop <laughs> it. Listen, stop <laughs> it. Calm down. I want you to know you have all eyes on you, and he should know better than anyone how critical and how judgmental the world is. So yes. that if that is true, you should have kept that to yourself. Right. And also, as a father, that's embarrassing to your daughter.
0: All I could think about is how Dacia fields in this situation that's what I'm thinking about that is horrible because I heard people were hitting her up on social media grown exactly. men were hitting exactly. her up saying I want to take your virginity
1: exactly so him already knowing how the world is mm-hmm. he should have thought like sometimes you got to Zip your lips. Think before you speak. And then, I know he don't care because he's T.I., but think about how your daughter feels. Now your daughter thinking about, like, dang, my daddy getting on my nerves. Mm -hmm. She probably like, I hate my daddy right now at the moment. I know I would. Like, dang, you have to put me out like that. Put me
0: out there like that.
1: And let me speak on my body. You don't have to. And first off, why you doing that? The mother, I I feel like a mother should do that, but that's too much. The world didn't need to know that at all.
0: And then when you think about it, he has daughters and sons and we've seen him on, on family Hustle. but check Let this out the boys do, do, do what the hell they want to
1: do exactly but um zonique did you do that with nick nick did he Mm-mm. you didn't do that with nick nick what's the difference with that i know he's biologically not zonique's father oh, okay. but at the same time you didn't put her through this embarrassing thing like nice. deja can't even go on social media without seeing this topic right now it's the hottest topic right now. She
0: is trending. And it's not, it's stupid. <laughs> it, it really is. Like, checking Hymen's. Like, I've heard of that with other cultures. Like, and you and nice. you know how crazy the world is.
1: <laughs> I i guarantee you, tomorrow is going to be a song out and somebody going to mention checking the Hymen. <laughs> it probably will be. Matter of fact, I'm about to go record. I'm and just look, playing. <laughs> you might as well. And
0: you know what? Deja is the only one not laughing in this situation. Poor right. Girl. I'm Poor sorry. Girl.
1: I'm not going to laugh at you, girl. i'm gonna tell Tell your your daddy daddy to go sit down somewhere (laughs) i was just about to say i'm gonna tell your daddy to sit down
0: now did you hear about these lavish invitations that jay-z sent out including rollies listen my (laughs) wrist is empty right now jay-z holla
1: at me you need
0: to be hosting at the event Uh, listen who
1: does that um. Okay. Let me just. Hey, world. It's your girl Devin Dion. Future. I need an AP. Jay Z. I need a Rolly. Okay.
0: <laughs> Listen. Wow. That. Is, that is. You got to be really. This that he's giving these rollies out for? I don't know, but I want to be included. In I it. know. It's like with the upcoming <laughs> Christmas party or something.
1: Like, invite me. And I think Meek Mill the one that uh showed it.
0: Yes. Was he the yes, one that showed he it? He received it. He received it. Now that's major. Yes. That's major. So did everybody get it or just Meek? I think everyone invited received these rollies. I was about to say,
1: because I can change real quick. I can. <laughs> Jay-Z, tell me what I need to do.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to get a little serious on you on this last topic, Devin Dion. Okay. Now, you know, ready? our current uh, uh, residing president in the White House, Mm-mm. he will be experiencing impeachment hearings. I think in the next week or so. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, why isn't
1: entertainer ruling the country right now? Because, because
0: <laughs> I was gonna say because we voted him in, but you know, with all this Russian interference, you know, I can't mm-hmm. necessarily say that
1: even. Uh, that just shows you, um, the day, the time we live in. Yeah. It just shows you, like, if Donald Trump can be the president. I could be the president, definitely. And that's not—I'm not saying that in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying he's not qualified. Yeah, he's yeah. a clown.
0: He's <laughs> a clown. And you know, I think these impeachment hearings—we definitely gonna see him clown at these hearings because I, I believe he has to like get on the microphone and say a few things. But did you see I know he's him be represented? But
1: did you see him and the first lady get booed? yes oh I my gosh them
0: on several occasions oh my gosh that last one where he's like just
1: smiling i'm like yes. i know he too hurt he went outside Girl, and, that and
0: man and his ego i don't think much hurts him
1: no he turned red that that hurt well? him his wife was like oh i'm sick of him Like, i'm sick of him i'm <laughs> my just gonna at here mess. and he was like just smile and she was like i can't fake this no more they were hurt you
0: could tell their body language said i'm hurt Cause it's like the dynasty is finally crumbling mm-hmm. in the fourth year. I got a presidency. I got a story about the Trumps. Tell I was, me. I was, I, was at, uh, <laughs> I was working at
1: I was working at BB King's. Of course, stars come through there all the time. And before he was elected president, him and the campaign party, they all came and they sat in my section. But didn't want me to take care of them?
0: Are you serious? Yes, this is like while he was on campaign for mm-hmm. president. Mm-hmm.
1: Mhm, and um, they took over. My, I was upstairs. They took over my whole section, and like I was forced to stay. I can't get cooked because my section failed, but I'm not taking care of them because Nicole. Shout out to Nicole, but Nicole was in black and she got to take care of them. And she she said, "I'm gonna split my tip with you." And da da da, and I was like, I had an attitude. I was like, "Girl, you good? It's your money." Like I had an attitude. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> well, I don't
0: even want Trumps.
1: Money. And somebody, a Trump son, was like, "No, that's for you. Whatever we give you is for you." I was like, scary. I don't know if it was his son or it was somebody that was like right by him. It was somebody.
0: How many people were in his party?
1: Um, it was enough to cover the upstairs of BB King's. Mm-hmm. It was just like one small corner that wasn't them.
0: And what did your manager at BB B. King have to say about that? Like, um, whenever the customer wants, type.
1: Yeah, and just like don't worry. After they leave, I cut everybody because I was closing upstairs. So that mean anybody that sit upstairs, I got to get the tables. And then at the end of the night, he gave me $50 because he felt bad because I'm, I'm a happy person. And like, that really messed up my day. I'm just like, You know, and that's when I really was like, "Oh, he' about to be in office for real. This who about to be in office?
0: That is horrible. So if
1: I ever see you, Donald Trump, y'all didn't tip me.
0: (laughs) Oh, you, oh my girl, Devin Dion. I'm like, they're coming to patronize a BB King's. First of all,
1: they went half of them wouldn't even talk to me. Like half of them. I was like, "Hey, like going to introduce myself and all that. We're already we taken care of. Like, when even like they said it was looking like talking out the side of their neck, when even rude. face my, yeah.
0: Wow, I yeah. hate <laughs> you had to come It's all good. But that's it's why life. my ain't getting now. Yep, that's <laughs> <laughs> what you another get. Wig. That's what he get. <laughs> even though, even if we don't see, you know him actually exit out of the office i'm glad he's going through the embarrassment of this process anyway even if he don't even feel embarrassed with his ego i'm just i really i really feel bad for
1: him though because he doesn't think he thinks he's right he doesn't see anything yeah
0: so enormous like i feel
1: bad for him because i'm like somebody around him not telling him
0: so he just it seemed like you can't really tell him too much though like he's on another planet yeah
1: seriously That's messed
0: up. Yes, yes. Well, Devin Dion, I have definitely enjoyed you. You are indeed verbally effective. Let all the listeners know how they can get in touch with you.
1: Well, you can call me at Nana. I'm just playing. (laughs) Well, you can follow me on Facebook at Devin Dion. That's D-E-V-I-N-D-I-O-N on Facebook. On Instagram, it's ace.devin, A-C-E dot D-E-V-I-N. Also, check out my show page, underscore The Style Center. On Instagram, and you already know. You can check out www.l3television.com if y'all need
0: hoodies,
1: cups, y'all need a bartender, y'all need a party starter. Listen,
0: <laughs> it's me, your girl. Get <laughs> up, <laughs> you know, my girl, Devin Dion. You know what? I really look forward to seeing you continue to grow in this media game and push the culture forward because you're very outspoken. I just want you to continue. To be outspoken and say what's on your mind and just Mm -hmm. dictate what you want and just be vocal about it. You got it, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Can I twerk while doing it? Twerk. 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 (laughs) twerk. That's right. (laughs) Episode 93, Verbally Effective in the Books with Devin Dion.